Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. This podcast is about me reading short stories and fiction stories as well as non-fiction stories for all my listeners to enjoy. Thank you for listening to Miss Z's Storytelling. Peace. Today, I am reading chapter three of Brothers That Bite, Deadly Secrets, Brothers That Bite, book one, written by E. Bowser, narrated by Queen Zawaya Counts, an African-American paranormal romance. Deadly Secrets, Brothers That Bite, Book 1, Chapter 3, Taria. I couldn't believe I did it. I didn't know this man at all, but I was so comfortable with him, so I went. Toya, she didn't protest at all. She would meet me at the villa and call if anything happened. Where are we going? I asked while I looked at every sign, story, and highway that we passed. It's kind of a surprise for missing dinner. That's all, he said, smiling. Oh, well, okay, that about sums it up. Taria, it's a surprise. My name rolls off his tongue as if it belongs there, and I liked it so much better than Shana. Taria, look over there, he pointed at a restaurant. Yes, I see, I said softly, barely audible, but he heard me. We are here, over there, through that light, he pointed out. It was a small restaurant on the corner. Is it closed? I asked him while looking at the time. It was almost 1.30. Yes and no. I know the chef, and he made us a meal for missing dinner earlier. He smiled very slightly. Oh, damn, Mike. You got it like that, I see, I said, shaking my head. I know people, so yeah, I got it like that, he joked. As we exited the black Mercedes-Benz coupe, I looked back at the car within me. Damn, that's a sexy car, I admired. It was all black with tinted windows with chrome accents. The car was sitting pretty on some rims, but it was overly done. You can drive it to the villa when you're ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. As he saw the shock that flashed across my face, he was laughing at me. I looked up, trying to imagine being ready. Damn, Taria, get a grip. It's the first night with him in Florida, for that matter. Walking inside, I could smell seafood cooking. Mmm, mmm, that smells delicious, I said, thinking Toya would call me fat for that. So I heard shrimp is your favorite seafood, he said, pulling out my chair. I smiled and thought, what an excellent job, Quinn. You pump info too, huh? Oh, is that what you heard? Well, you heard correctly, I said. The next two hours went by quickly and I yawned. I'm sorry, Taria. Are you ready to go? He said, standing to come beside me. I was tired and it was close to 3.30. Yeah, maybe we can hook up tomorrow sometime. Looking into those ever-changing eyes. 
Hell yeah, I said you have my free time, he reminded me softly. I looked into his eyes. What color is that? Damn, he broke contact and I had to slow my breathing once again. I stood up preparing to go. You know, you actually shouldn't do that to people, I stated. Do what? Thinking I'm crazy for just blurting things out. Look at people that way, I told him. What way do you mean, Taria? I'm sure you know what you do, I said, walking out the door with him close behind me. He never commented on my brief announcement, so I put the villa's address into the navigation system on my phone and drove away. Deadly secrets. We reached a villa and I got out of the car to walk to the door. Pulling the key out, I thanked him for letting me drive. He bent and kissed me on the lips. It was my pleasure, sweetheart. I will call you tomorrow. We can do something. Okay, that's cool. I will talk to you tomorrow then, I said. Walking into a black room, I flipped the lights on. I saw high heel shoes, a shirt, and some jeans leading into the space belonging to Toya. Laughing, I thought, damn, LaToya, maybe I should have invited Michael in. Walking into my room, I barely made it out of my clothes before I crashed. Waking up to someone climbing on the bed, I opened one eye. So how was it? Nothing happened, she said, shrugging. I opened my other eye, focusing. What do you mean? He couldn't get it up or something? No, just nothing happened. Almost, but I stopped. It's just the first day. Why rush? She smiled, pleased with herself. Damn, he was mad, huh? No, he wasn't. He said, cool, and asked what we are doing later today. And that was it, she shrugged. Oh, well, damn cool. Mike said the same thing. I said, stretching. Well, let's compare notes, shall we? I grunted, rolling over, and started giving details. Coming out of the shower, I was going over what Toya has said about Gwen. Funny, warm, friendly, smart. Dirty jokes, though, but dry funny. He was exceedingly warm. She said, not uncomfortable, but different it didn't bother her cool his body was cool I thought when I remember Michael touching me I said something to Toya she just responded that well maybe his temps runs low or I was just too hot I rolled my eyes and walked away my phone rang that familiar ring tone reminded me of my oversight oh no I completely forgot to call her I didn't even let her know we made it Mom, hey, I was just about to call you, I said. Yeah, sure you were, but I wanted to give you some time yesterday. I knew you two were excited. In the clear, I thought. I hope you aren't doing anything stupid, she said as if she followed me. Now, why would I do that? Unless you're counting on leaving the club with someone you just met, stupid, then yeah, I thought to myself. Just asking, you're never too old to have me care about you, but have fun. I love you. Call me later. She was never one to talk too long. I love you too. I will talk to you soon. I smiled before hanging up my phone. I immediately received a text message when I closed it. Michael, so what's the plan for today? I'm free after 2 o'clock this afternoon. Damn, Toya, get your fat ass in here. She came in with a bag of chips and sat down. What's up? What are we doing today? I asked while showing her the text. Well, I just talked to Quinn, and he is 
is coming to pick me up at 12.30. I just assumed Michael would be with him, she said. Oh, damn. Okay, then, maybe they want some alone time, I said as I put my phone down and grabbed a chip. Well, you go have fun. Just call me and maybe we can meet up, I said, lying back on the pillows for a quick nap. I don't have to go, or you can come with us, she offered. Nah, I'm good. I will call him around, too, and we can meet up. It's cool. Go, I said, sitting on the bed. I didn't know if I should text or call him. I genuinely wanted to hear his voice, but I don't want to seem clingy either. But damn, I want to listen to him. I'm gone. Oh, Intaria, just call him. Damn, I swear I can hear you thinking, she said before leaving. I hit the send button. Voicemail came on saying, please leave a message. Hey, it's Taria. I got your text. Just call me when you're free and we'll see what is up for today. I hung up and closed my eyes. Hearing something, I felt like I had just closed my eyes, but something was ringing. What is that? I thought as a song or bell, some type of music with bells in it. Oh, damn, it's my phone. I thought, leaning over to grab it. Hello? I said in a rush, rapidly blinking, trying to wake up. Hey, Taria, you busy? I can hit you later if you want. Michael asked. Damn, did I sound like a man when I answered, I wondered. Hey, hold on, I said while clearing my throat. <clears throat> I put the phone back to my ear. Hey, what's up? Nothing, that's up with you. Want to see Miami or would you like to chill or whatever you want? Sure, why not? That's why I'm here, I said, rolling to get off the bed. See Miami, shop or chill, whatever, I said while standing. Damn, I sound like an idiot. Well, are you ready now? I'm outside. Oh, yeah, just give me a sec. I'm coming. I said, jumping up. Great, but can I wait inside? Inside out here. Yeah, sure, hold, sure, sure. Hold on. I'm coming, I said, hanging up. I opened the door, letting him in. He was wearing some jeans and a plain white t shirt with some white Nikes. Damn, I said out loud, not meaning to, but oh well. He smiled and leaned down and kissed my forehead. I guess when you say two o'clock, you mean it, I said, laughing, feeling my body tingle in response. He turned from where he was standing to walk back to the door. Did you need time? I can come back later, or would you rather I wait out here? Oh no, I'm straight, I said too quickly because he laughed. Have you talked to Quinn yet? Yeah, we are meeting at seven o'clock back here so we can all go out tonight. Is that cool? Yeah, it's cool. Let me get my stuff and we can go. I smiled as I backed into my bedroom. We got something to eat before we went shopping at the mall. While driving to the mall, Michael received a phone call. Yeah, what is it? He answered with a strained look crossing his features. What? I'm busy right now, he retorted. I was trying not to listen, so I took out my phone and checked some emails. Well, if I have to, it will only be for a minute. I'm busy, so please give me 15 and I'll be there. Oh, and this is the last time he said before in the call. I bit my lip unsure if I should just tell him to drop me off or not. It's cool. You need to drop me off on a strip. I can shop there until you're done, I said, smiling slightly. It's, he cut his eyes at me, clearly not liking that idea. Okay, maybe not, I said, smiling. He glanced at me in his eyes. I'm sorry. I know this is your time, he said. I turned to look at him and he looked hurt by it. Nah, I'm good. Handle your business, I said, understanding. He smiled and glanced at me. 
Okay, Miss Taria, thank you for being so understanding. He chided sarcastically. I shook my head again. It's cool. I'm straight. Do what you need to do. I grin. Deadly secrets. We went over the bridge and stopped at the house 15 minutes later. I'll be right back, he said, while opening the door, then turning back. Don't open the door for anyone but me, okay? This isn't Pasadena, he commanded me. Okay, I'm not a nine-year-old, so I think I can handle it, I assured, messing with the radio. Just humor me, please, he pleaded while stepping out and closing the door behind him. I leaned over and hit the lock button. We walked towards the house while I went back to find a station. I looked up when I heard the door slam. When we crossed the bridge, I seriously looked around for the first time. Damn, I thought, it looks like Baltimore with palm trees. This makes me feel like I am back in B-more than just in the summer. Everyone was out sitting on the steps chilling. I even saw some crackheads nodding off. I shook my head and leaned back against the headrest. Suddenly, a black Escalade pulled up right beside the car. Michael's tent was so dark, I knew no one could look in. Why is it so dark, I wondered, noticing how I indeed was straining to see out of it. How the hell can he drive? I stated out loud as two men got out of the truck. One man was staring at the car. He was an olive skin complexion, Italian maybe. He was tall with a military cut with dark sunglasses. I couldn't make out his face until he turned to turn to me. The Italian, I'm guessing, was staring right at me, except I knew he couldn't see me or could he? He gestured to the shorter man pointing towards the car as they headed over. I shifted, uncomfortable in my seat, picking up my phone, ready to call Michael, then stop. What the hell? I mumbled to myself, why panic? What are they going to do? Tell me to move the car? The tall man stopped at Michael's door about to pull the handle when Michael appeared in front of the vehicle. He wasn't just there or I wasn't paying attention. I strained to hear the convo outside, barely picking up anything. All I heard was Michael speaking. I will leave soon, but you stay the hell away from me. His voice again was low, more like a growl than anything else. People don't growl. I reminded myself of then, why so hostile? I thought as he stood next to me. How the hell should I know what fits? It has only been two damn days. God, get a grip, Taria. Wait a minute, I said out loud, but extremely low. As he backed out, he gave me a look. What's wrong? Did you have any problems while I was gone? He said, still sounding wrong, just emotionless. No, but how did you get in? I thought I had to let you in, I stated. He stopped for a red light and turned to me, that smile returning. Taria, it is my car. I do have a spare key. He smiled, turning back to the road. I smiled, but I thought I didn't hear a key. I seriously need to talk to Toya. Deadly Secrets, Latoya. Hey, when do you think Taria and Michael will be back? I asked. I begin rubbing Quinn's soft, smooth waves. Damn, it feels just like soft fur. They will probably get here at 7 exactly. Michael's an on-time person, Quinn said while lying in my lap. Oh, well, that gives us some time, I guess. Glad we came back early. I looked at the clock and it was only 4.30. I turned the air on blast because lying next to Quinn was so damn hot. He was naturally a hot body, I guess.
desk. We still didn't do nothing but lie on the couch, but damn, if I didn't want to. So, how did you two meet again? I mean, you're so close to each other as brothers. Well, I had an accident, he said, pausing as if trying to remember. A diving accident actually was a mistake. What? Diving into what? (laughs) What was you diving into? I said laughing. I never told you. I guess I will. I was on the swim team. That's how I got into college. Oh, wow. Okay, so what happened? Well, I... He stopped again, choosing his words carefully. I hit my head and was drowning, but Michael saved me, and we were tight ever since. He muttered, turning back to the TV, looking like that's all. Oh, well, okay, I guess Michael is an excellent swimmer, too. Who do you think would win between the two of you? He turned the TV off and flipped over to his stomach. Does it matter, Latoya? He said with a low and soft voice. No, I said, looking at his lips. Man, I should just do it. He never called me Toya like Tari or everyone for that matter. It was always Latoya with him. Latoya, I swear, I think I know you. I honestly would like to know more of you, he said. Then a whisper that sent chills to my core. The way he kisses my lips, damn, I should just do it. No, I finally thought he's different. I guess why, I don't know. But I think I could have more with him. I just feel like I know him. So when you get back to Maryland, are you both staying on campus? I asked so I could stop thinking about ripping his clothes off. Nah, that wouldn't work for me. Well, Michael bought a house close enough to the school, Quinn said as he started kissing me on the collarbone. Uh, is that so? I whispered. That was all I could say. He rubbed his hands over my chest down to my thighs. Damn, he smelled good like cinnamon and sugar in his body. Damn, smooth brown skin and hard abs. I wanted him. He started kissing down the side of my neck to my breast and back up, pushing his body closer to mine, and yet I wanted it closer. I wanted him inside of me. He kissed his way down softly, getting closer to where I wanted him to put his mouth. Take your panties off, Latoya, he said roughly. Before I could get them all the way down, he licked up my inner thigh. Tell me. He whispered in my ear. Before I could answer, he started licking my clit with long strokes. Oh, God, was all I could think as he sucked and licked every drop that came out slowly and softly licking me. He buried his face in my core, making me moan out in pleasure. Man, it was hot, or rather, he was hot. Why are you so hot? Do you want me to fix the air? I said through each moan. He stopped looking up at me just to shift off me into a sitting position, shivering. No, I'm fine. I just run out. That's all. Sorry, I got so carried away. I don't want you to think that's all I want, he said. I sat up a little disappointed in him moving and fixed my skirt. It's cool. I know what you mean, I said, with disappointment in my voice. Damn, I should have kept my mouth closed. I thought honestly need to talk to Taria. Deadly 
damn, I'm fat, I thought to myself as I tried to pull up these jeans I picked out, or they were cut too small. I finally got them up and checking them out in the mirror when I heard it. But his family will not let him move away, Shayna whined in the most annoying voice. Shayna's high-pitched voice sounded as if she was talking through her nose, annoyed me. I stopped moving, listening for her to finish. I mean, my family has been friends with him since forever, and it doesn't work like that. I mean, he can't just walk away from them. That just doesn't happen, she stated. No one answered her, so I was guessing she was on her phone. I sat down listening to her side of the conversation. I mean, seriously, what is he going to do? I will follow him, and he will be mine. (laughs) I pulled my eyebrows together. Hers? The hell he is. Well, that's what I told him this morning. She said a smile evident in her voice. This morning? I thought he had business this morning. Oh, damn, okay, well, what the hell am I then? I guess she was the business he had to take care of. I'm here, I heard her say. I told him this morning that I will move to wherever he goes. He can't get rid of me. He can't live without me, she said. (laughs) Girl, I don't care. He can't live without me. He can try, but it won't last long. I got up and put my clothes on and walked out. I didn't want to hear that bull. And why should I care? Running into someone, I felt icy hands grab my shoulder, steadying me. I jerked back a little, looking up. Hey, you okay? Hurt crossed his face when I pulled away for a second. I'm fine, just tired, that's all, I'm good. I said, walking to the register. He looked at me for a minute, considering if he should press. Whatever you say, sweetheart. Damn, I should just ask him what is actually up with Shayna, but it's none of my business. Are you hungry, or is it something else, Tarya? I stopped and turned my head to look at him. What do you mean? Well, it looks as if you want to ask me something, but you are nervous because you're biting your lip again, he stated. What are you? I said. No, I mean what you are to Shayna, and what did you have to do this morning? I asked. I wasn't expecting an answer because he doesn't owe me one. (laughs) What the hell does she have to do with anything? He asked as I adjusted my seatbelt and said with a little too much attitude. Just answer the question, Michael. Or can you just man up and say that you are sleeping with her? I know we just met, so you don't have to lie about it. He stopped laughing and began looking at me cautiously. Shayna, or rather, Shayna's father, is a friend of the family. That's all, baby. Nothing more. I bit my lip thinking about his answer. Well, not what I heard, but whatever. What do you mean? He said, looking sexy as hell when he cuts his eyes from the side. Damn, don't look at him, I thought to myself. No, you still haven't answered my other questions yet, I demanded. I had to have breakfast with my family. Shayna and her parents attended that breakfast. Oh, I then just wanted to know, I said as if not caring. Why the hell should I care? I don't even know him, and we are not together. It's only been two days. Damn, Taria, what's your other question? He asked hesitantly, as if he wasn't sure he should answer. What was it? What are you? Why did that come out again? 
nothing. That was all I wanted. You answered them all the way I thought you would have. I smiled and he looked at me. <laughs> You're extraordinarily bold to be asking questions and expecting answers. Yeah, when I need to be, how else will I get answers? I stated, still thinking of what I overheard. I pushed it aside for later. When I talked to Tulane. You have just been listening to Deadly Secrets Brothers That Bite Book One, an African-American paranormal romance. Chapter Three. Join me next week when I will be reading Chapter Four of this book. If you are interested in purchasing this book, please check eBrowser out on Amazon. She has the series books there if you want to read more um, about what happens in the other series about Brothers That Bite. Please go check her out. And once again, I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. Peace. <laughs>